0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale, and I thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. As you likely know, we have been going through the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ and the various portions of Scripture that surround it. Okay, we're just not jumping in and looking at a parable, then jumping to the next one. We're trying to get a flow of understanding of what Jesus is saying, why he spoke a particular parable, who he was speaking to, what the point is of this parable. And so we're in Luke 14 right now, and we've looked at the first I think six verses in the previous episode. I want to go back and read those because they're within a context. Okay, The the balance of the chapter is within this context, I should say. And it's really sort of important to keep in mind. So uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 1, as a reminder, let's read this. It happened that when he, that's Jesus, went into the house of one of the leaders of the Pharisees on the Sabbath to eat bread, they were watching him closely. And there in front of him was a man suffering from dropsy. And Jesus answered and spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent. And Jesus took hold of him and healed him and sent him away. And he said to them, Which one of you will not have a son or an ox fall into the well and will not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they can make no reply to this. So we've seen uh, what occurred here. Verse 7 continues on, and he began speaking a parable. So we see that it's in the same context, it's in the same gathering, it's in the same meeting. Mm -hmm. Verse 7 says, and he began speaking a parable to the invited guest. Okay, the invited guest where? Well, the invited guest, Mm -hmm. this house of one of the leaders of the Pharisees, and we just saw that it's not only the leaders of the Pharisees, but it's Pharisees and it's lawyers, some scribes and Pharisees. And they're there, and they have just seen Jesus heal somebody. Personally, I think they were trying to set him up because they had this guy in front of Jesus. Remember that? And normally they would never have associated with anybody that had any type of physical malady whatsoever. So they had him sitting there. Jesus knew it was a challenge. Jesus asked him the question, Hey, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? They kept silent. They didn't know what to say. They'd been using... Jesus healing on the Sabbath as a weapon against him. <laughs> in the vernacular of the day, they had weaponized the law, uh, which is exactly what happens today, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Jesus was having nothing to do with it. They kept silent. Jesus heals the guy, and he says, "You know, any one of y'all, if your son or your ox fell in a well, would get him out that day and not wait to the next day." And they didn't make any reply. So now he's speaking a parable to the invited guests, to the people who are there. Listen to the rest of the first verse, uh, verse 7. And he began speaking a parable to the invited guests when he, that's Jesus, noticed how they had been picking out the places of honor at the table. Now, folks, I think this kind of stuff is just so, so important for us. <clears throat> Because it shows us how to live the life of the kingdom. It shows us how to address issues. Jesus models for us just over and over and over in just so many different uh, ways and styles and venues how to live life. Jesus is sitting there. <clears throat> He'd been invited to this thing. He goes to it. He's sitting there watching. And what does he see? He sees how that the people who were the invited guests were picking out the places of honor at the table that they were going to the places of honor. So what does that tell us? Well, first of all, it tells us that there are places of honor at a table. You know, sometimes we forget that kind of stuff. There are (coughs) excuse me, places of honor uh, in all sorts of things, and there's not anything necessarily wrong with that. When we see this parable, Jesus Jesus just sort of acknowledges that. Uh, There's roles and functionings within society. There's things where people are honored more than others with things. And even within the body of Christ, there is that uh, as long as we walk in what the whole point of this is going to be, that we walk in humility, that we walk humbly before one another, that we encourage and that we exhort one another. And so I will sit there and humbly honor everyone. And we'll see more about that as we get to the end of the, uh, <coughs> the parable back here. But just stop for a moment. Can you imagine the, um, uh, what's going on? They'd all been gathering together, and if they're going and they're taking the places of honor at the table, let's say that somebody who thinks that they should be in the second or third place of honor, they sit there, and all of a sudden, all the people, the first six places of honor show up. Jesus is going to say this in the parable, which I don't think we're going to have time to read today, (laughs) because I want to get to another point before we get to it, (coughs) excuse me. You can tell I was a little under the weather there for a few days, but I'm, I'm much better now, though my voice is a little weaker. Um, Jesus is wanting them to see something. He's going to tell them in this parable, hey, if you sit in this place like that, then the, uh, the, uh, the master of the house is going to have to come along and demote you. He's going to have to move you to the place of honor, chair number 12 or something like that. And so the more I read this, the more I thought about it, can you imagine just the confusion that would come up when people come in and find out, well, that's really my place of honor over there. I need to be sitting there. Or would they just walk up and just stand there and wait for somebody to move out? of? Are you ready to their chair, their seat in the pew? Okay, I've actually seen this, folks. I have seen this. I've seen it in churches. I've experienced it in churches where people uh, – a guest or someone who did not know came and sat in somebody's pew, or sat in their place, and they literally just stand there and wait until they're acknowledged. And somebody, well, can I help you?" Uh, "Well, yes, yes, that is our seat." Can, can you imagine being like that? But there's things worse. I actually saw this one happen, and I just sat there and wonder and oh, all, and just I was actually laughing at just the abject foolishness of it. I don't even, I, I remember exactly what the event was. It had to be a funeral, okay, just because of the nature of these things. I believe it was a funeral. And there were two or three officiating ministers. You know, you can't really die unless you got an officiating minister. And uh, this particular church had two pulpits. There was a larger pulpit and there was a smaller pulpit. I did not know the protocol. I was totally ignorant to it, so I sat there and, and laughed and chuckled in ignorance. Uh, but apparently the protocol was that the large pulpit is for the pastor of the church at that time. Well, there were a couple other pastors that were involved in this thing. One had been a previous pastor, then a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, one that had never been a pastor there went up and during the ceremony used the large pulpit and not the small pulpit. Well, how dare he? <laughs> yeah. No. And apparently, after I find out later, I mean, they got in a squabble over this thing. They were very upset about it, the various uh, pulpiteers. And, uh, you know, because I guess you think that you're usurping the authority of somebody. Or I guess you think you have any authority whatsoever because you're standing behind a larger chunk of wood. I mean, really think this through, guys. Mm -hmm. What it really reveals, it reveals a heart. And it reveals who you really are, and uh, and particularly in the kingdom. And so this is the same type of thing right here, the same kind of thing. And Jesus is going to tell them a parable. I'll tell you what the point I already have to tell you what the point of the parable is already is to don't exalt yourself, humble yourself. If, if let somebody else exalt you, okay, but don't exalt yourself. And so it's the same type of thing happens today. We need to be forewarned. We need to be. Uh, aware. Don't exalt yourself, but walk in humility. Exalt others. Exhort others. Encourage others. Lift other people up into the places and the seats of honor, but don't do it to yourself, right? Well, again, I'm Dale. We'll, we'll actually get into the parable next time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.